This is Ein Yaakov. We are in uh, Perek Shlishi. The entry is Samachay. Thank you very much. The entry is Samachay. We are at a new Piska. I believe we did this whole part. Yeah, we did. Samachay, new Piska. And uh, this has two of my favorite stories in the entire Shas in there. I say that so often that people are going to stop believing me. I know. People are going to stop believing me. But I just, I get so, I get so excited in, in the moment that I'm in. I'm enjoying myself. Uh, it's the only way to learn. The Rebbe Dashab describes in one of his contrasts, and I cannot remember which one at the moment, but it feels like it's a contrasts, it's Chaim kind of thing. One of my favorite contrasts. <laughs> he says that uh, a lot of people think that the way learning looks, and unfortunately people who are home on audio won't be able to see, but he said a lot of people think the way learning looks is like this. He puts his hand on his forehead and rips his hand Squints his eyes, and he works hard in the sugi. I'm harving, I'm working hard. The Rebbe Rashab says in Samachvav, it says in Samachvav too, so you can find it there also, but it's also in a country, I think it's Chaim. Uh, the Rebbe Rashab says, people think that learning, when learning well, looks like incredible effort. Constipation. Yeah, looks like constipation, but also feels that way. Meaning that it's not just a show. He's not saying people think you have to put on a show. He's saying if you ask people, like, you know, I'm perusing a sicha, right? Perusing a sicha. And sometimes I'm working on a tesis. And what's it look like? You guys remember yeshiva. We haven't, I know how many of us have worked on a tesis the way we used to when we were kids. But uh, you must remember working on a tesis like for hours. This is what I used to do. Really? When I was younger, I remember working on a tesis for days. I remember being Go stuck on. in a sugya. What? I, I, I haven't done that in a long time. I really learned very quickly now. But I used to spend a lot of time in Eun. And uh, I remember what it looked like, right? You were hunched over. You were thinking, thinking, thinking. It wasn't making sense. You were staring. You were repeating. It was bekivutz. That's the Lushan that he uses. A kivutz. Is that it's all squished up. Uh, and the Rebbe Dashab says that's not how you learn. And your brain does not work that way. The brain does not work that way. The brain works in a state of shalva. A person who wants a state of relaxation. Not a state of total relaxation. You don't put your feet up on a chair. You know, a beanbag chair in a, in a pipe is not the way to learn a tesis. But a person who's learning properly is relaxed. They're he comfortable. Looks like he looked at his watch if you want to know the best way to get through a difficult passage of anything, it's to not have a time limit. It is to say, I don't have to end my Seder right now. It's me and the Sefer until I finish it. And I don't care when or how I finish it. You will find you'll finish it instantly. <laughs> and when you need to get this done in 20 minutes, you will not figure it out. There is a, the pressure of learning like this versus the shalva of learning like this. I forget how we got here. Piska. Isha Prusha. I don't know why we were talking about this. Isha Prusha. <laughs> I'm in a fabrenging mood. I just came from one, basically. We said that there are some people We mentioned people who destroy the world. We already said people who learn halacha destroy the world. And of course, there were the drushes we gave yesterday in the Pashup shot. If you've ever met anybody who's a Baal halacha, you know they're pretty much <laughs> destroyers of worlds. We also have an Isha Purusha. An Isha Purusha. A woman who is Tznias. A Tzniastic woman is a destroyer of the world. What's that? They're all, they're all, everything, here is, uh, everything here is supposed to be confusing. The Gemara is, be, the Gemara is being intentionally confusing. If somebody who learns halacha, you wouldn't think they explain. Why? Anisha Prusha, a tzniyas woman, is one of the people who destroy the world. Tanurabana. There is a price that's similar to this that's going to help us explain things. Besula Tzayalonis. Ve'amana shayvavis ve'katin shleikalulay chadasha. So we have a little down in Rashi, a besula tzayilanis is bailas tefillah. A besula, that is an unmarried woman. It's not technically an unmarried woman. We have kids here. A besula is a young woman. If she is, um, if she davens a lot. She likes davening. An amana shayvavis. That's bailas shchenes helchus mitbeker shchenei atami. This is somebody who visits people. An amana that likes to pay visits to people. And a katin shleikalulay chadasha. And a kid who has not reached maturity yet. They also destroy worlds. <laughs> so a little girl who davens, a little girl who davens nicely, a, 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 an almana, a widow, who likes to go around and visit her neighbors, and a child who has not reached maturity, they also destroy worlds. Now don't worry, we're going to explain, explain everything. None of this is push-up shot. It is not true that if your daughters daven nicely, they are destroyers of worlds. It is not true if a friendly neighborly almana goes in bikr and she's a destroyer of worlds. And it's not true that every child who has not reached bar mitzvah is a destroyer of worlds. Just like it's not true that a person who learns halacha, and just like it's not true that a woman who's sneezed. These are all drushes, so pay attention. 
I need to say that because some people will zone out like three minutes into the share and they will go home. The wife will be like, what did you learn tonight? Do you daven? Because <laughs> if so, <laughs> no, I, I just, I, disclaimer, none of this is literal. And if you zone out now, that's fine. But go home telling your wife that this was non-literal and that you don't know what the drush is because I, ca- I can't have this on me. Any, can it really be? He said, what do you mean? Basulas are great and almanas are great. I learned how to fear sin from a basula, and I learned how to receive a reward from an almana. How did Rabbi Yechanan learn to fear sin from a basula, from a young girl? How did he learn to fear sin, to fear sin from a young girl? By the way, my mistranslation of basula is the entire reason Christianity exists. Did you know that? Yeah. Ah, I, uh, but a true fact is that when King James, probably Yamach Shemai, probably, <laughs> probably, uh, translated the Bible, or got the Bible translated, probably, right? Got, probably Yamach Shemai, got the Bible translated. When he translated it, they got to the word Alma. Now, Alma means a young girl. They translated it as basula, yeah. as virgin. virgin. Right. And, because, right, and in that section of Yechezkel, it says Mashiach will come from an Alma. That is, where the, that is their entire mucker for, the, uh, for Immaculate Conception. Now, uh, now it's a mistranslation. But when it happens, it's before King James... Yeah, but they weren't talking about, as far as I know, they hadn't found a mucker in, uh, in, in, in our book. They said that their, their problem was the New Testament that they wrote obviously said that he was born from Immaculate Conception. But they want to prove that everything's back in our book. And their only proof that it's back in our book, that it's in the Torah that this is going to happen, is a mistranslation of the word Alma. Because Alma doesn't mean basula, it means young girl. So they mistranslated this word. They translated uh, young girl as virgin for their own convenience and only recently started correcting it. A bunch of rabbis brought to the Pope once relations got better after the Holocaust. You guys really got to cut this out. It's ridiculous. It really doesn't say this in Yechezkel, we promise. And I believe that the Catholic Church officially reversed its position and now says that we only have this from the New Testament, Lahavdil, and not the Torah. Because this is a famous mistranslation. So my mistranslation of basula is in line with, uh, with, with unfortunately, uh, Geisha theology. Basula, he learned fear of sin from a young girl. There, I did it again. Rabbi Yechanan heard a young girl fall on her face and give the following tefillah. She died. Does it say virgin? It does say virgin. I just don't want to... I can say it. It's okay. We have a, we have a, we have, we have a mixed audience. Don't worry about it. Fine. I'll do it correctly. Okay, fine. He learned from a virgin. That Rabbi Yechanan heard from a certain virgin that she fell on her face and she said the following. He heard her daven. Let's say her prayer. The master of the universe. You made Gan Eden. You made Gehenim. You made Rishayim. By the way, that's from Tanya. This is the source. Never knew it was from the prayer of a basula, did you? You made Rishayim. You made Tzadikim. May be your will. There we go. May it be your will before you. That nobody will do Averas because of me. She knew that people might look at her and do Averas. And she did not want to be the source of anybody's Avera. And Rabbi Yechanan said, that's a tefillah. Because it's one thing to daven that you won't do Averas. It's one thing to daven that you'll be a good person. But to daven that you shouldn't make anybody else do an Avera, that's a madrega. That's real Yerashkei. Huh? There we go. She got it from the Mandalash. Huh? Yeah. 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 So that, so that is where Rabbi Yechanan learned Yerashet from a basula, davka basula davening. So it's a real question in our statement that a basula who davens ruins the world, uh, when in fact Rabbi Yechanan learned Yerashet from a basula who was davening. Kibos charmiyamana. How do you learn about kibos charmiyamana? Dehi armalata. That is Aramaic for almana. Every time there's a, every time you find an Aramaic word with an extra letter, try taking it out and see if you know the word in Hebrew. Armalata is almana. Deahave beik nishta So there was an almana who had a shul in her neighborhood. Vichol yemahave asya matz midrash. Rabbi Yechanan. But every day she would walk. All 
all the way to the base manager of Rabbi Yechanan, which was nowhere near her town. She would like go to another city. She lived in Pomona, and there were a bunch of shuls in her area, and she walked all the way to Tzamach Tzedek to hang out with Rabbi Leshes every single day to daven over there. Amrla. <laughs> so Rabbi Leshes said to her, no, so uh, Rabbi Yechanan said to her, Biti, my daughter, that's a rough one, right? Don't you have a shul in your neighborhood? Don't you have a shul in Pomona? What are you walking all the way in Munsi for? She said to him, Don't I get reward for every step I take? Why would I not want more reward? I want to walk further. Because every step I take toward a mitzvah, I thought I'm going to get reward for it. And Okay, one second. We're going to read that line in a second. So Rabbi Yechanan learned, he learned what it is to receive reward from an almana. So it sounds like, we said a second ago that if you want to look at somebody who destroys the world, you're going to find a Basullah who davens, and you're finding an Almana who goes from town to town. What did we just see? Rabbi Yechanan learned Yiras Chait from a Basullah who davens, and he learned Kiboschar from an Almana who goes from town to town. So what does this price mean that these are the people who you learn Averis from? And the Gemara says back, no, not just any Almana, not just any Basullah, Ki, Kamrina, who are we talking about? Like Kigayim, Yechni, Basar TV. Someone like Yechni, Basar TV. Okay, thank you all very much. Who's Yechni, Basar TV? What's really cool about this, I believe it's in my shop, but I have to check my notes. Huh? I won't leave you on a cliffhanger. No, I just wanted to be funny. Um, there's a taste of chance on this. The taste of chance, I'm going to, tell, I'm going to read a Rashi to you, but the taste of chance is just the coolest part of the Rashi, and people don't know the taste of chance. They know the Rashi. Taste of chance says that the Rashi is about to quote us a medrash that is a lost medrash. Because this medrash is nowhere. It's not in the Midrashim. It's not in the Kabbalah. It's not, in the, uh, it's not anywhere in Shas and Yerushalmi. So the Yitesh Shan says, Rashi, was, Rashi had a lost Agada. Rashi had an Agada. And since Rashi's time, we've lost this Agada. It was clearly printed somewhere. Rashi doesn't make up stories. But he's quoting an Agada from somewhere. And it does not exist. So we're about to hear something where the only record of this Talmudic story is a Rashi. There's no other record for this. He's the primary source because we lost the primary source. Here's the story. Who was Yechni Basra Tivi? Amana Machashefes Haisa. She was an Amana, she was a widow, nice old lady, but also a witch. Oh, also a witch. Kishmagia Ace Leda Sisha. Whenever it was time for a lady in her community to give birth, Haisa Yitzera Sadachma Machashefes. She would utter her magic spells and close her womb so the woman couldn't give birth. She was causing women to be unable to deliver. Now, you'd get caught pretty quickly doing that, but that was not her plan. Lachim Yitzaras Harbe, the woman would suffer horribly and she would cry out for help. She would say, ah, oh, let me come and daven for her. I'll come daven for her. I can help. So she would show up and daven for her. I'm going to ask for Rachim. She would say very, she would say very humbly, maybe Hashem will listen to my tefillah. Who am I? Little Almana down the street, but I'm, I'm going to try. She would go there, she would raise her hand skyward, daven to Hashem, and she would remove her magic from the woman, and what would happen? And the Vlad would come out. So she was known as a Tzadikus, and she, she engineered this, because she would make the problem, and then go fix it, and everybody thought that she was a very holy lady. One time, one time she had a day worker in her house. She went to a certain woman's house to go do her thing. She'd been closing her womb for a while, and she went to this lady's house to go pray and prove that she was a Tzadikus. Meanwhile, she has a worker in her house. Um, now, I don't know how witchcraft works, never tried it, but it sounds like the day laborer heard the sound of her wizardry, of her witchcraft, inside a closed box. She heard it rattling around. He, this, this worker heard it rattling around. He heard, shaking in the cleave. It sounded like a baby. It sounded like a baby. Oh, you have a thing in your beard. It sounded like a baby about to... Uh, 
There, I got you. It sounded like a baby about to come out. So it sounds like whatever she was doing, I don't know how her machshefa worked, but it sounds like the, the spell she would cast would, uh, would make, an, uh, maybe it was like a voodoo kind of thing. There was something in that box that was trying to get out that sounded just like a baby trying to get out of a womb. Now, I have, Kneinahara, a number of children, and I've never heard the sound of a baby trying to get out of a womb. I've heard the sound of a mother trying to get the baby out, but I've not heard the sound of a baby trying to get out. There's apparently the sound of a baby trying to get out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's like a knock. It's a doorbell. I don't know. It's a doorbell. This guy, he's a day laborer. He hears a ruckus inside the clee. Going to open it, see what's inside. So he opens the clee. The magic came out of the clee. The baby came out immediately. This lady hadn't got a chance to daven yet, but he knew what happened. And he revealed to everybody that she was really secretly a machshefa. So this, when we say that, uh, that an almana or a basula tzayelan is when we say that davening or that traveling from place to place... That's a great question that I don't know the answer to. I think not. I don't think you're a chayv misal pedayachad for machshefa. I think the only time we do that is with, uh, is with znos. So I don't think so. But it's been a while since I learned Sanhedrin. If you really want to know if... Uh, ma- Right, which is the kind of nuts. We'll put her to death for No, she's going to drink the water and die. I mean, the only time we have... The, that's the only edechad. Because eden ba. Right? Um, but if you really want to know the answer to that question, you should go to Paritz's share where they are learning Sanhedrin right now, and that's where the dinim of how to kill a machshefa is. Okay. I want to do a little bit of commentary, even though we're running a little late. The reason is I've been, uh, I've been having too much fun with you guys. Yes. Um, the guy opened the box, and the magic flew out of the box, and the baby came out, and I guess he put two and two together. I mean, if I opened a box in someone's house that sounded like a baby and the magic flew out, I'd be suspicious at least. At least suspicious. I want to just talk about walking to Shul for a second. There's a Rashi here about, uh, there's a Rashi here about Kiboschar Me'amana. Um, I guess it's this one. We learn from this. What, how do we learn kiposchar from an almana? I mean, it was just I, I, you guys let me get away with it, but it's a strange lashon. Rabbi Yechanan says I learned about receiving reward from the widow. What did the widow tell him? I'm looking to get reward. I didn't learn about receiving reward from a widow. I learned about somebody being interested in receiving a reward, but I haven't learned kibos schar me'almana. So Rashi explains that here. Rashi says kibos schar me'almana means that he learned from this almana in the fum tzara agra, that the harder you work for something, the more schar you get. She says back to him, I know I get schar for walking the shul, but I want more schar for more walking the shul. Does that work? And he goes, ah, you know, that does work. Indeed, the harder you try for a mitzvah, the harder, the more reward you get. And Rashi brings this down. When a person tries really hard in a mitzvah, when a mitzvah is hard for them, when a mitzvah really pushes them, when a mitzvah takes a lot of extra effort, when they do that, they get more schar for it. So a lot of times we reach, uh, we find barriers in our, in our mitzvahs that we're about to do. Sometimes we find certain mitzvahs challenging. I mean, maybe even Levi's experienced this before, maybe. Some mitzvahs are tricky, some mitzvahs are easy, and some are tricky, that's life. The tricky ones, if you put in the effort, you're going to get more reward for them. The problem is that a lot of us have the taiva, I think it's a very common taiva, that, uh, that when something gets very difficult, we go, okay, this clearly isn't where I'm supposed to put my energy right now, it's hard. And the answer is exactly the opposite. The area that is hardest is where the most reward is hiding. And as a matter of fact, we learned previously in the Enyak of Shirem from the Rebbe, from my Maimer from the Rebbe, that uh, if you want to know why your soul was sent back into this world, because we're almost all on a, on a multiple reincarnation, the best way to find your purpose in this world is either to find the things that come naturally to you, or the things that are most difficult for you. Those two things are always the things you messed up in your previous life. God gave you the ability to have natural talents to give 
give you the right direction, and also natural challenges, because the Yetzirah simply does not try very hard to stop you from doing things that you already accomplished. So if you don't have a Yetzirah for tzedakah right now, some people don't have it, some people love giving tzedakah, I'm among them, I love giving tzedakah. I don't have a Yetzirah for that. You know what that means? That means that last time I was here, I gave plenty of tzedakah, and I didn't come back to give tzedakah. But I have Yetzirahs for other things. If I told you, I don't know if you'd want me giving the shir anymore. You, just, you can't tell people you're Yetzirah, so you always say ice cream, right? If I have Yetzirahs for other things. Why do I have Yetzirah for those things? The answer is because last time I was here on this world, I failed in those areas, and the Yetzirah doesn't want me to succeed in the areas in which I failed. Okay, continuing. I want to just do a little more. I'm so sorry, so we're over time. If you love to give tzedakah, why you say that that's your Yetzirah? It's not. No, you misunderstood ah. me. If you love to give tzedakah, that just tells you your Yetzirah is not fighting you on that now because you did it well last time. So do it well this time. But uh, if you want to know where you're trying, what, what you did poorly in your last life, I know a lot of people are very interested in what was I in my past life. And what, maybe this is, I'll tell you the truth. If you really want to know what happened in your past life, you, you can, you 100, I 100% know where I went wrong in my past life. I'm sure of it. You know how I know? I know what I, I, know what I have a Yetzirah for. The Yetzirah doesn't show up to try to trick you into messing up things that you got right last time. It comes in to mess you up on things that you got wrong last time so you still make the same mistake again. That's the Yetzirah's whole point. Right? If I came back to do 10 mitzvahs, what, those are going to be the 10 mitzvahs the Yetzirah fights me on. So if you want to know what you did poorly in your last life, just ask yourself what's hard. So you don't really have to do, no, no Kabbalah necessary. Okay, continuing. Uh, let's talk about walking to Shul, and then we'll finish it for today. Just a quick halachic discussion of distances walking to Shul. There is a Gemara in Baba Metziah. It's on 107a, that when Rav says, that when the Pasuk says, Baruch you shall be blessed in the city. Sounds like a good bracha, right? Rav says, that is a bracha, that your house should be close to a Shul. You should, I, I, I've, been, I, I've gotten this bracha. Jeez, I've gotten this bracha. Um, Rabbi Weber got this bracha even more, though. Baruch <laughs> is a bracha your house should be close to a shul. Rabbi Yechanan asks on this, and please note, this is Rabbi Yechanan, the same one from our story who learned Tzachar Pesias from an Amana. Rabbi Yechanan asks him, that's not a bracha. What about Tzachar Pesias? Now, that's cool, because if you don't know our Gemara, you don't understand why Rabbi Yechanan is so interested in that drasha. But Rabbi Yechanan responds to him, Tzachar Pesias, where'd he get that idea from? An Almana. So the Almana talked to Rabbi Yechanan. This was rattling around in his head for years. Scharpsias, Scharpsias. And Rav comes out with a drasha. It'd be great to live next to a shoulder. Rabbi Yechanan goes, No, it wouldn't. Scharpsias. <laughs> there we go. That's why we're not going to build a mikveh here. Scharpsias. That's why we don't have a mikveh. Um, in Brachis 8a at the very beginning, there's a long discussion over whether it's better to daven where you learn or whether it's better to daven in shul. Uh, through that discussion, we discover that there were about 13 shuls in Tsipuri, but Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi would both daven only where they learned, and the post understand this to mean that they would walk past many shuls to get to their base medrash uh, as part of an understanding that if you want more scharpsias, you might be even allowed to pass a shul. Which is, of course, uh, an interesting area in halacha because maybe passing a shul is mavir and alamitzas. It sounds like for scharpsias, according to Puskim, you can pass many shuls for the reward of walking far. One more thing and then we're going to call it, then I'll take all of your questions. There's Magen Avram, it's in Archaim, 9018. He brings la halacha that if there are two shuls in your town, then it is a mitzvah to go to the further one because of schar psias. So uh, it is a baruch atabir that I live right next to our shul, but it sounds like I should be davening a karabach. You will see me there on Shabbos. Bli neder.